Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendos, there's a huge Black Friday weekend sale going on at the Going In Raw Pro Wrestling Tea Shop now through Monday. 20% off all orders at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Going In Raw. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and hit that little notify bell so you're always getting new Going In Raw content. You're always, you always know where it is. Speaking of knowing where it is... You know where it is right now? ProWrestlingTees.com slash going in raw. Yeah, huge, man. Huge sale, 20% off everything. That's right. Site-wide, including right. our store. Yes. Got some new designs up. Pro Wrestling Cold Water, Tees. Larson shirts. Dot A new one, hopefully, on the way. That'll be going up in the course in of the sale. We're just talking over each other. You're nice. You're supposed to be resting your voice. Very well. Keep keep talking. Well, we did all the plugs already. We did Patreon plug already. No, we didn't. All right. We're also on Patreon.com slash Stephen Larson. We've got a bunch of uh, contribution tiers, awesome rewards associated with those tiers. Uh, this week, since there is a co-brand pay-per-view Survivor Series, every patron is watching a live stream. Amen. Well, not every patron. Every patron can watch a live stream of us right now recording this SmackDown recap. And you can, too. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Patreon.com slash Stephen Larson if you want more details. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Anyways, so you're not feeling well still. Oh, your your throat's bothering you, yes? It's just, honestly, it's my throat. It's it, more than anything. It's just frustrating because I want to talk. I want to say something. When it, whenever I get very excited, which is very often on the show, I, I still get excited about talking wrestling with you because there's a lot of funny stuff. There's a lot of fun stuff to make fun of. I can't do half my impressions because my throat won't let me. No. That always happens with me. Whenever I get sick, my voice leaves Yeah, me. that's the one thing. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a constant. You lose your voice. Kind of need my voice, man. What the heck? Was it's a good thing we got a few days off here. I'm gonna have Starting to tomorrow, you can rest your voice. I suggest you don't talk for the next four days. Um, I'd love to do that, but I don't really have much discipline, so I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to manage that. Anyway, oh, well, I was going to bring you some cough drops, and I forgot. Yeah, it's okay. They're probably weird and gross anyways. They're not gross. They probably don't work. Because, like, I feel like you were sick for a very long time. Oh, I really wasn't using the cough drops. Oh, okay. So you don't, you're not really a good test subject. Probably not. Interesting. My wife vouched for him, so. Oh, hey, by the way, here's a plug. I reviewed the Justice League movie on my own channel. I noticed that. YouTube.com, Fortress MFC here. Did you watch the Justice League review? No, I was busy this morning. I talked to you about it. Yeah, though. exactly. I kind of feel like I've, I got a preview of that review. 
Spoiler alert, it's a pile of crap. Anyways, a lot of people have, have, have liked it, though. A lot of people, the, the word I always hear is fun. <coughs> a lot of things are fun. Yeah. You know, this I don't I, I, I didn't really find much fun about this. Okay. Well, fun is a very subjective thing. The Flash was good, though. I like okay. The Flash. The Flash okay. was good. But yeah, you're, fun, you're, fun is a subjective you're, thing. You're a fan of... Uh, oh, I'm a huge DC fan. No, no, I meant of the actor that played The Flash, right? Oh, I like Ezra Miller. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like him. The Cyborg was good. Um, there are some little things here and there, but man, this is their, their general rollout of like what they're trying to do. And honestly, it boils down to this, man. It boils down to this. We saw this with Patty Jenkins, the director of Wonder Woman. You get somebody who's a good director, you get a good writer, and you'll make money. Mm-hmm. You'll make money hand over fist. Yeah. People would love to see a good Justice League movie. They'll pay money hand over fist yeah, for it. Yeah, I still it. don't know why they gave the, the keys of that kingdom to Zack Snyder. I don't know, man. It... Put a good director at the helm who understands how to tell a story and not just, wow, like a bunch of CG Visual vomit. diarrhea. Right. And you'll make a lot of money. Yeah. It's a really super simple formula. Yeah, hey, that, that movie, The Batman, though, they got the dude who did the Planet of the Apes movie. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That's probably That should be good. And they said if Ben Affleck doesn't do it, he's lying J- Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, that wow. Means, yeah, geeked out, man. I'm telling you. That'd be... We get a whole new slew wow. of Dylan Hall wow. gifts. I, I might not even see the movie. I just want the gifts. Gifts, right? I don't know. It's just you gift. know, there's a commercial for an internet browser for the Firefox, one of the internet right. browsers, where they say gifts. Yeah. So I think that's what it is, confirmed. I get, I get geeked out, and then I can't talk because of my stupid voice. <laughs> How much time? We spent four and a half minutes not talking about wrestling. I suppose we should get to it. Oh, I know. Everybody in the comments on YouTube are like, they always put it the time starts code. here. You're welcome. Hey, thank you. Hey, honestly, thank you. I think people can watch it from zero. They can watch it from three minutes. They can watch it from ten minutes. They can watch it the last 30 seconds, whatever. You know, this is a great thing about living in America. For now, we got freedom. Um, anyways, SmackDown went down. Um, kind of a fun show. Kind but of. Also kind of not very consequential. There are some, I mean, the highlight was obviously the, the influx of women from NXT. I am a... Do- I'm a diehard Ruby Riot fan, yeah. dude. I yeah. freaking love yeah, her. She's, she's really great. Um, and she brought in uh, Sarah Logan. We're both fans of Sarah Logan. She used to be Crazy Mary Dobson. Mm-hmm. She's super young. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you think about it, she made her debut on NXT TV. King of this year, right? January of 2017. Well, I mean, even signed. She signed well, before, before then. That, yeah, think, well, yeah. a little bit before then. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. And then and Ruby Riot, like, she showed up. 10, 11 months ago, mm-hmm. and boom, she's on main. She's ready to go. Yeah. That's awesome. It is. Liv Morgan, we'll talk about her a little bit later. Yeah. Like, we need to try to be optimistic with her, but I'm not feeling it, man. Anyways, uh, it kicked off with Shane O'Mac coming down. He sounds like me. He sounds like he's got a head cold, but that's kind of always his thing. Yeah, it's always his thing. Anyways. Um, so he was just talking about Survivor Series and how he's still proud of Team SmackDown, though, even though they lost, they're still the show. Yeah. Which, I mean, he lost. You don't have Braun Strowman. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, here, here, and here's the thing. So, like, you know, he's putting the blame on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, who came out. Yeah, there's already three people eliminated from your team before they even made their appearance. Right, exactly. They attacked the Orton. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah, they attacked Orton. No, they attacked Shane while Orton's okay. going for the hot tag. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. So, I'm sorry, but nobody, like, nobody would ever put a bet on Orton and Shane versus Braun Strowman I would say even Braun Strowman by himself. 
but also the Golden Shuffle himself, Triple H, and the gold medal winning Kurt Angle. Oh, and Kurt Angle, exactly. So chances not good. Like the three most protected men, three of the most protected men, and no, the, the chances were terrible. Wasn't going to happen, Shane. No. You can blame Owens and Zane all you want. It wasn't going to happen. Not going to happen. Oh, man, I wish I had a... Oh, I do. A not going to happen shirt. There you go. Look at that. You can get this as a pro wrestling tease. So, anyways, Shane says, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, get out here. Yeah. So, they come out. Um, and the, the, pretty much the whole gist of this segment was Owens and Zane saying, we're really valuable. You don't want to punish us. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. just proving a point. We were really trying to cost smack down the match. You were just trying to prove how, how, how valuable we are by screwing you guys over, essentially. Mm-hmm. And Shane says, no, uh, I'm going to say two words to you. Yeah, he was about to load up one of those year, year, those famous oh, McMahon. Oh, yeah, he wasn't going to say suck it? Uh, <laughs> that'd be cool. I can't see, I can't, my, my joy is sucked out right now. I'm talking about sucking it. Yeah. I'm going to get stuck on a freaking cough drop, man. I know. Because I can't do the, you're fire. I can't do You're fire. Thank you very much. I'll do it for you. You're my uh, understudy for your McMahon. For McMahon I have your impression p- proxy today. You don't have I can. He doesn't have your proxy. <laughs> <laughs> i got to watch some more dead ones over, the, we should do over, over the, the weekend. Break. Hey, 70-inch TV, come over here. We'll watch Rathicon, and then we'll segue into some Deadwood. Season one of Deadwood. He doesn't have your proxy. He doesn't have your proxy. <laughs> Here's my counteroffer to your counteroffer. Uh, Demonitor. Yep. So, uh, right as Shane is about to say fired, he got the your out. Daniel Bryan music's hit. Hey, good job, whoever is that, that gorilla there queuing up the music. Because what would happen if he would have said fired? And then the music hit? The funny thing is, Shane didn't even It would have been like, a botchamania. <laughs> exactly. Shane didn't even act like he was going to say fired. He said, your... I know, there was zero, like, intensity behind it. Yeah. Your... Your... He didn't even start with an F. No. You put a, a, a noticeable pause between your and fired. Mm-hmm. So Daniel Bryan comes out, and instead of firing Owens and Zane, he suggests uh, they have a match against the New Day. Yeah. And But not only that, that the entire SmackDown locker room will surround the ring. Well, except for Randy Orton, because Daniel Bryan said that he was so heated that he had to send him home for fear that Orton would do something. That fool said, it's Thanksgiving week. Guess I, don't even think, I, I think he was on the first flight out of town after Survivor Series, man. I think you're right about that. Um, so it's uh, Owens and Zayn against the New Day in the Lumberjack match mm-hmm. as the main event of the show. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know as soon as they announced that, I, I kind of checked out, man. Like, I watched the entire show, but, like, really, we literally like, go home to Survivor Let's Series. The finish to the Lumberjack match was kind of fun. Though. No, look, it was a fun match, but when you're building a show, hey, let's do what we did two weeks ago. Yeah, but let's just do, like, what well, we did that already. All right, let's make it a lumberjack match. All right. I mean, I don't know, man. There was nothing There was nothing besides the women's division. There was nothing advanced necessarily. I mean, I know all of a sudden their jobs are on the line. Where do you think this is going to lead? I mean, we're just talking about this right now. Where do you think that's going to lead? Are they going to be traded to Raw? Because this whole bringing up the idea of you guys are going to be fired has to be the beginning of something, right? Yeah, I know. And, and Daniel Bryan's role in this whole thing is Seems interesting. weird. See, yeah. there's, there's something going on there. A lot of people are speculating on the Twitter, all you great fan theories out there, saying, okay, well, hold on a second. We saw kind of a carbon copy with Ruby Riot showing up the same way Paige showed up um, with her two people. 
and Dan, and then when Daniel Bryan was asked to comment on what happened, he had no comment. He had no comment. So is there are the, are they taking a cue from Survivor Series, saying, "Hey, we got this brand interaction. It seemed to go over kind of well. Do we want to milk that a little bit more? Maybe." Maybe I mean, maybe Drew was gonna be involved in that somehow. Oh just speculating. Oh, not anymore. Yeah, unfortunately not anymore. Yeah. Um so anyways, I don't I mean I don't know if it's gonna I I mean I I'm sure it's gonna go somewhere else. Yeah, I hope so. But you know. Who yeah, knows? they been, Who knows if they even know? They've been teasing descent between Daniel Bryan and Shane. Yeah. Since the uh, under siege mm-hmm. episode of Raw. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Who knows how it's all going to play out. Yeah. Uh, next, we had actually a pretty fun match between Shelton Benjamin and Jay Uso. Um, it's unfortunate that a, a large portion of it took place during the commercial break because uh, it was fast-paced, mm-hmm. quality stuff. Um, it really bothers me that I have to look at this little screen trying to watch a match while I have the, the audio from a, a advertisement blaring in my face for some product I probably don't care about. Wow, man. They're paying their bills, man. I understand that. They want. They don't want to get sequence your show better. They don't want to get a demonetized. Sequence the show better so you don't miss action. This is Sheldon Benjamin's Jey Uso. It was a good match. Surprising finish too. <coughs> I didn't. I mean, I guess they're gonna give Gable and Benjamin the wins until they don't give them the win because they're not gonna win the tag titles from the Usos. Kind of a shame too because I actually would have preferred to see Gable and Benjamin pick up the tag titles more than American Alpha. Because I don't really care about them. But I like Shelton Benjamin a lot. Oh, he's great. And I love Chad Gable. Yeah, he's great, too. I just don't like whiny Jason Jordan. Even back then, I didn't like him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. This was a good match. Uh, Shelton Benjamin went over, hit his uh, finisher, pay dirt. I'm not huge on that finish, either. It's okay. Uh, Man, I do not mean to be so negative. You are super negative. We're supposed to be the positive wrestling podcast. Yeah. Look for the good stuff. And you're being super negative over here today. I just thought I love Shelton Benjamin. I think he's great. You followed up with saying that you don't like his finisher. I just feel like it, his finisher is just him falling down with somebody else. And he jumps. <laughs> yeah, he, he jumps, jumps, grabs him, yeah, and then falls down. Yeah, yeah, it was, it's great. I love it. Yeah, there you go. Okay. I like that attitude a lot more. Okay, great. Uh, next, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are backstage looking for allies, trying to find anybody that might have their back. I love this segment. They start talking. To somebody off camera. We both knew who it was. Yeah, shot widens. It's Baron Corbin. Yeah, of course. And they're like, hey, dude, can you, can you have our back? We kind of share the same heel philosophies. And then he says, I don't have any philosophies. Hey, you don't, not, you're not me. He says, you know what you can do? Buy this shirt at Pro Wrestling Tees. And when he said, you know what you can do, I was really hoping he'd channel his inner Biff Tannen. Make oh. like a tree. Oh, that'd be great. And get out of here. Man, speaking of Biff Tannen, did you see that Twitter exchange between him and uh, who played Marty May? Uh, Crispin Glover. Leah Thompson. Oh, Leah Thompson? Yeah, not Crispin Glover. Well, I thought you Is were Crispin Glover on Twitter? Oh, I don't know. Oh, my God. That'd be great. I thought you were going to say Marty McFly. No, 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 no. Um, or, sorry. Uh, what George McFly. George McFly, yeah. Sorry. Hold on a second. Crispin... That'd be a weird Twitter Glover. account, probably. No Anyways, kidding. carry on. Oh, my God, he is. He's only got 30,000 followers. Why doesn't he have like 3 million? <sighs> Carry on. Anyways, on Twitter, uh, Leah Thompson, who played Marty's mom, yeah. right? Yeah. Posted a picture of Zemeckis setting up a shot where, I think it's a shot where Biff is like strong arming her. And she said something like, he never liked to put his dirty paws on me or whatever the phrase she used on him. He was the sweetest, gentlest Biff 
and I loved working with him. Just out of nowhere, she posted that. And then he posted said, posted said something saying, oh, I love you so much, or something like that. And I was like, that's the most heartwarming ex- Twitter so exchange sweet. I've ever seen in my life. In this day and age, when every jerk is being called out for their you know, horrible sexual harassment ways, to know that Biff Tannen, one of the greatest heels in the history of movies, is a sweetheart, which you kind of figure because the dude is a painter now, you know? Mm-hmm. To know that he was a true gentleman back then. Yes. Oh, don't you love that? That's great. That's great. Anyway, um, but anyways, Corbin said, "Hey, or he said, uh, you know what you can do? Find someone with a weaker mind or something." And like then that. he pointed or looked at uh, Bobby Roode, who was just milling about in back there in his robe. And then they walk over to him all in the same uh, shots. Well, it's just Owens and Zane walk over to him. Some yeah. beautiful mise-en-scene there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a spielberg s uh, moving shot, yes. Exactly. Where they encapsulate many uh, uh, planes <laughs> of action into one, in one shot to heighten the drama of the <laughs> exactly, shot. Exactly, yes. exactly. Um, so anyways, we had PTA directing this thing. So anyways, uh, they go over to Bobby Roode, and Bobby Roode basically chews them out and says, you know, hey, you're not me. You're not glorious. What did he say again? I forget. I could I could hardly hear what he's saying. <laughs> he does not seem happy being a freaking... Uh, oh. Yeah. I wonder if he thinks, man, I had such a good thing in NXT. Mm-hmm. That character was so good. Mm-hmm. I knew that character so well, and I come up here, and then just I just walk around in a robe all day. Uh-huh, yeah. That's got to be a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> he's just hanging out in his robe. Next, Naomi was backstage at the uh, in the makeup chair, right? Yeah, she was like she was venting to the makeup lady. I think her name was Lisa or something okay. like that. Anyways, she was uh, I forget what she was venting about. I don't know, losing at Survivor Series maybe. Um, and then uh, Ruby Riot comes up and says, very friendly, like, "Hey, Naomi, how you doing? My name's Ruby Riot." Let me introduce you to my friends. Gersh, 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 death. And then she beats the crap out of Naomi. And then Becky Lynch tries to make the save, and she gets beat up, too. The Becky Lynch beatdown was, like, gnarly. Like, know, Becky they, Lynch they, was selling the living crap out of it. They slammed her in a door. Yeah, that was rough. That was, like, a really violent scene. That was, like, a little too violent, because Becky was like, ah! I know, I felt like the attacks on SmackDown. Like, she had internal injuries or something. The attacks on SmackDown by the NXT call-ups were far worse than yeah. the attacks on Raw. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. They were brutal. But I loved it, man. I oh, freaking loved it. So it was Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, and Liv Morgan. Um, I feel like Liv might have been a case of, all right, so you've done whatever you can do in NXT. Let's just sink or swim. Well, I feel time. like there's two problems. Yeah, go ahead. With her. One, her packaging um, doesn't really fit in with Ruby Riot or Sarah Logan. Right. And also, she got called up to the same show as Carmella, and their general gimmick is pretty much the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. So I just feel like if they repackage her somehow, give her new gear or something, it'll be fine. See, I don't, I don't, I don't think she's a terribly good wrestler. No, she's though. not. You know, and I think at the end of the day, that's kind of that's kind of the thing. You have to be a decent wrestler. But I think being part of a faction will help that. Yeah, I know, I know. She won't have to carry matches on her own. That's true. She can take. Uh, she, can, uh, she can eat the pen, I guess. Yeah, I'm less worried about that. More just finding how she fits into the women's division yeah. as a whole. Be interesting to see what happens next week, though, with both Raw and SmackDown and the women's division. If they're going to continue this trend, I know somebody noted that they're now between both brands. They have 20 female mm-hmm. competitors, mm-hmm. which could be Royal Rumble size. That would be awesome. That would be great um, if they do that in January. Yeah. Um, 
But, uh, no, I'm fine with this. A lot of people are also crowing about the fact that it wasn't the iconic duo showing up on SmackDown. I just feel like that means they've got bigger plans for them on NXT, mm-hmm. which I think is fantastic. I think they're going to have a much bigger call-up probably after Mania. Yeah. That sounds more likely. Yeah. Um, or, hey, you know what, dude? If they have the uh, women's rumble. Debut in the rumble. Maybe they'll debut in the rumble. That's, That's a cool. hell of a way to make an That's impact. Super cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next. There was a lot of backstage stuff this episode. Yeah. Next, uh, Shane McMahon, Daniel Bryder talking backstage. Shane says, you know, hey, uh, that was a great idea. Put them in a match. Let everybody in the locker room. He was way too. He was. It was like he was trying to He's avoid. Super vindictive. He was trying to avoid the. He was also trying to avoid the conversation with Daniel Bryan that Daniel Bryan wanted to have. Yeah. And so he was like, he wouldn't. He would not let Daniel Bryan get a word in. Get a word in. He was just like, that was really good of you. I'm. I'm glad that we all. Get, he was messing with his backpack. When they said he giant backpack. Yeah. I said everybody in the locker room get a chance to to. Put some hurt on Owen and Zayn, yeah. and after the match, after they lose, after they're torn limb from limb, you can go to the ring and fire him. Then all right, I'm going back to the hotel to enjoy it before I make any rash decisions. See you later. Yeah, exactly, and then he just bolted. Daniel Bryan just standing there the entire time. He didn't say, "Jane, hold on a second, dude. Am I going to fire them? Instead, I'm going to have him fight Randy Orton. Instead, I'm going to punish Randy Orton and make him come to work." <laughs> Anyways. Um, uh, finally had a match. Hype Bro versus the debuting Bludgeon Brothers. Yes. So, Luke Harper looked great. Oh, he looked great. Really best shape he's been in since he's been in WWE. The, pro- awesome. the problem seems to be that when I saw Eric Rowan, I thought to myself, is that literally just Kane's old shirt? Oh, yeah. It looked very much like, because it had like, it was like the dark red and then the slash and then the black. It, I, I want to be on the Bludgeon Brothers. Okay, I'll put it this way. Once I get over their horrible outfits. Their theme song isn't terrible. Their theme song is cool. And their entrance is cool because they look neat. They need to work on the camera and the lighting for that, though, because when Rowan put his mask on top of his hammer, oh, yeah. the camera like wanted to track in. Oh, the yeah. lighting wasn't good, and oh, then the camera you. was too high up. Okay. So they need to work on some of the production aspects. Figure that stuff out. Um, if they book them in this manner, though, I'm kind of on board. I like the Harper not Luke Harper anymore. He's just Harper. Okay. Is kind of the, the, the boss of the two because at one point he slapped the, the heck out of Rowan. Yeah, it's a lot of aggression. Yeah. I like that, man. You can't yeah. go wrong with a lot of aggression. Like if they kept that same packaging, just changed the name so it wasn't so awful, I wouldn't be so adverse. Oh, you'll get used to it, man. The name is terrible. They've had plenty of terrible names, though. The Hype Bros? Give me a break. That's a terrible that name. bother me, though. Bludgeon Brothers is like... Bludgeon Brothers. Off, it's just awful. Is it because it doesn't roll off the tongue? You have to work. It feels like they it. were trying to find, it's like, hey, let's have a tag team that's obviously like Game of Thrones inspired because yeah. everybody loves Game of Thrones. Yeah. And they just went through a, a thesaurus. <coughs> they looked up uh, like, I don't know, beat or hurt or something yeah. like that and tried to find something that was alliterative. Yeah. And then someone said, bludgeon, blu- bludgeon brothers. Bludgeon brothers. Blu- 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 thought that was great. Yeah. But it's not a good name. It's not a really good name, but we have a lot of people here in our Patreon chat who love it. Leyland Thompson says, Bludgeon Brothers for tag titles. Um, Rowan looks better than he ever has. uh, J.S. Wooten says, Bludgeon Brothers are top tag team value. Harper and Rowan, Alex C., Harper and Rowan are legit, a fantastic in-ring team. Well, Harper's. He also says they are basically LARPers. Harper's great. Harper is great, man. Don't flag off Rowan. That's rude. No, I'm not trying to. I just yeah, I just think it's a situation where Luke Harper is the better in-ring performer. Yeah. 
He's got more charisma. It's okay. And he's better on the mic. Yeah. I think good. I just think he's the stronger talent of the two. It's not I'm not oh, trying to okay. disrespect Eric Rowan. But they have good team. The point is Yeah, the team works okay, yeah. That's what the point was. He said they're a good and team. as long as long as it's Harper is front and center of the team, then I'm all, I'm fine with it. Look, man, we're not gonna get the true buds. <coughs> yeah, I think I think you're more disappointed about that than I am. For that you gotta watch Steve's Steve Books Raw coming to YouTube MF Steve here very soon. I gotta take advantage of these CPMs, so I'm just shitting out content. There you go. Just content, content, content. You just demonetize this whole video. Demonetize. You gotta stop the cussing, man. They're not gonna pick up just that. We just can't have any women or thumbnails, apparently. (laughs) What the heck is up with that? Next. YouTube. Natalia interview. Oh, yeah. Talking about how she's got the title back. You know who actually stood out in this interview? Dasha. Yeah. Holy crap. What a 180 for her. She wasn't all robotic and stuff. I know. She seemed very natural. I feel like she's been practicing. Could be. And I appreciate the hard work she's been putting in so as to not... Hey, I'll never get tired of watching that ro- that uh, robot uh, video somebody made of her when Shinsuke's standing there and then yeah. she comes in and she's all roboted out. That was great. People are hilarious. Way too much time in their hands. Uh, next up, man, how much do people love AJ Styles? All the love. Everybody loves him so much, with good reason. That dude dragged that giant sack of potatoes, Brock Lesnar, to a darn good match. Yeah. A darn good match. A phenomenal match, if you will. Um, and he came out to a hero's welcome. Yep. Um, the people would not let him talk because they just kept on chanting his name. That's great. Yeah. Uh, and when he got on the mic, um, he was typical AJ Styles. Very, yeah. very humble. Very he was, kept it real. He was disappointed they lost to mm-hmm. Brock. Nonetheless, he seemed uh, proud of his performance. Yeah. And uh, said, Brock, anytime you want to do it again, mm-hmm. let's do it. Yeah. And he said, anyway, is this is SmackDown Live. This is the house that AJ Styles built. Yeah. Um, and he started talking about gender. <coughs> and gender showed up on the Titantron. Yeah, giant head. And because uh, AJ said, you know, you, you said you're going to take this title from me. He said, come do it Smackdown now. SmackDown Live, come out and do it now. And he said, and, uh, uh, AJ Styles, I am not there. We will do it on my time, not your time. Um, Clash of Champions. So Clash of Champions as will be my time. And, uh, yeah. And the Sting Brothers attacked AJ. He fended them off. Oh, AJ. God, the Styles Clash creeps me out. Samir of so. Styles Clash. As soon as he was in position, Samir did this. Yeah, no, I know. And I was so like, it's fine. But then, no, but then you think about it. You're like, dude, okay, I know what you're thinking. You feel like the jump happened. You want to put your chin down, don't you? You know, I accidentally watched the Yoshitatsu one. Was the Yoshitatsu? Yeah. Bullet Club Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that looks ugly. Yeah. That's bad. I don't know why would he do that. He's been around for a long time, Yoshitatsu. Well, Come on, man. I think a lot of the moves, just your, your instinct is chin down. Just do this. Just make sure the back of your head doesn't stop touching or, yeah. like, you know, your necks or yeah. whatever. Do this. The entire time. I mean, did he, did he have his, his chin fully tucked? He went like this, and then he went like this. He felt the thing, and then he went, okay. Ooh. <laughs> Wrong move. <coughs> well, Roderick Strong took uh, Styles Clash wrong once too. Oh, did he really? Yeah, man. Wow. So you know, Eesh. I think that's one of those. I imagine. Uh, granted, I'm not a wrestler. I've never been in the ring before. It's got to be one of those things where it, muscle know, memory kicks in. Yeah, you really got to tell yourself, head up, head up, head up, head up, head up. Head up, head up. You're gonna kill <laughs> yourself, you know. Anyways, Samir took one like a champ. Yep, head up the entire time. Um, so, and then they did, like, a really super close-up on Jinder, and he's, like, smiling with his weird big face. Well, then he said something, I forgot what, and then he brought up AJ's music, 
and then uh, they yeah. cut Ginger's audio, but he was still talking. Yeah, I know, because he said something right when the music started, and it was awkward, and then, and then yeah, and then they I cut his mic. I think he said mic. something like, Clash of Champions, AJ. <laughs> yeah. And they cut his mic, and he was still talking. They're like, cut his mic. And he's like, I love it. Ginger's great. Anyways, a year from now, he's going to be pre-show. Uh, um, next... Owens and Zane still looking for some allies backstage. To Again, come across backstage. Rusev in Aiden English. Um, and they uh, appeal specifically to, to Rusev because he was bypassed yeah. um, to be on Team SmackDown Survivor Series team. Yeah. Um, Hold on. What? This is great. BBB Lonnie Eaton says, if I get into a street fight, I'll go straight to the Styles Clash. <laughs> That's great. Um and uh, Rusev seemed maybe somewhat receptive this, this is, to their arguments. At this point, it kind of weirds me out that all Rusev and Aiden English do backstage is hang out, and Rusev listens to Aiden English sing the same damn song over and over again. I know. At a certain point, is Aiden English going to bust out with something new, some variation on the Rusev no, Day thing? No, it's like thing? me when I grab the guitar over there and start playing uh, Happy Together. Yeah. But, yeah, but... As I just do it, though, to kind of tease you. That lasts for, like, a few moments. Yeah. <laughs> and then you start noodling on other stuff. It would be literally like you pick up the guitar and you start noodling happy together incessantly. Mm-hmm. And But Rusev seems to like it. But then, it, yeah, it's, it's all weird. I don't know. At this point, it kind of weirds me out. Okay. Noted. Um, yeah, like you said, Rusev seemed into the idea. They didn't really... Rusev didn't talk, though, did he? No, they kind of left it hanging. I hate that. I hate when they have interactions. When people... Again, I'm being negative. I'm sorry. But they did that with Shane and Daniel Bryan. That actually had some that motivation to it. That kind of made sense. Like Shane would just ramble until so that he didn't. He got to avoid the conversation. But with Rusev just sort of standing there. I want to hear Rusev talking. Yeah, man. no, he's a great. I talker. freaking love him talking. He's great. Yeah. Uh, Natalia versus Charlotte. Can't go wrong with these two. Yeah, decent match. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, uh, Natalia gets tossed to the outside. Uh, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, and Liv Morgan hop over the barricade. Yep. And attack her. Yep. Lay her out. Yep. Um, and then uh, Charlotte's in the ring still. They turn their attention to her. Yes. They surround the ring, uh, enter the ring. Charlotte tries her best to fend them off, fails. Each of them hits their finisher, I think, um, on Charlotte. Yeah. Well, Sarah Logan got a big boot in. Ruby Riot got her finish in. And Liv did like a, a single need. Yeah, breaker, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's her finisher. Yeah. So. The, Sarah Logan and Ruby, there was a picture. Sarah Logan and Ruby Riot like menacing when they're raising their hands. And Liv Morgan is smiling like a very, like a face. You know. Like I noticed not, that line. It's yeah. not a sinister f- smile. No, because um, Sarah Logan's smiling too. But yeah, there's it's a sinister yeah. smile. It's, well, she hangs out with War Machine. Yeah, That's no. like her fiance. Yeah, Ray Rowe. Ray Rowe, yeah. yeah. But Liv Morgan looked like she was just happy to be there. She's Good like, yeah, I mean, that's understandable. Yeah, no, I know. It's understandable that you're happy, but you're, pay, you're playing a character. You're supposed to be, you know. No, I know. Vicious. Ruby Riot did a heck of a job going from a super over, over face on NXT to just being a totally menacing heel. I love her, man. It's great. She's great. She's fantastic. She looks like a freaking comic book character. Uh, let's see here. Next up, we had the main event, New Day versus... Hold on, you skipped over this Daniel Bryan interview with Owen Zayn. I don't remember what happened. Daniel Bryan is... Be- oh, that's when he said no comment about the NXT... Uh, right, yeah, yeah. He said no comment about the NXT women, but he said it with like a little gleam in his eye. Yeah, he had a little bit of smirk. He knew what was going on. And then uh, the camera, again, great mise-en-son. Yeah. Go over to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah. They're just milling about. And yeah, I'm trying to remember what was said here. 
Oh, it, it was a. Uh, 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 they were kind of resigned to their fate. They said, okay, yeah. we know we're going to get beat up. Um, but I think they just made one final plea to not be fired. Mm-hmm, that yeah. was all it was. And then we had our main event, The New Day. Hey, I can't. I mentioned this to you off camera. I can't get enough of Kevin Owens' theme music kicking in and then Sammy Zayn coming out and dancing to oh, it. Oh, doing a Scott dance. Oh, it's fantastic. fantastic. It's so much fun. Zayn is a great heel. <coughs> New Day versus Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn. It was a fun match. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Lumberjacks were pretty obvious about their role uh, anytime. Remember, The New Day was thrown to the outside of the ring. They would just let... That uh, that wrestler, whether it be Kofi or Biggie, yeah. get back in the ring. But what if Sammy or Kevin Owens went down to the ringside area? They'd beat the hell out of him. Yeah. Uh, there was this one time, at one point, where Sammy Zayn uh, was out there. Um, he started running up the ramp, and every lumberjack ran up the ramp after him, mm-hmm. grabbed him, hoisted Sammy Zayn over their heads, and carried him back to the ring. Yeah. No, it was fun. It just okay. So like the night before on Raw, I feel like we had some. Well, you had a title change, and you yeah. had some other things happen. There was yeah. some, like, there was, it was, like, more of a heavy, like, stuff was happening episode. Yeah. It was, like, a true after the big, after a big four Raw. Yeah. Um, I just feel like SmackDown didn't really have that same heft to it, you know? That was my problem. I was, like, I don't know, maybe they just feel like people in Houston, in Planet Houston, have, like, oh, yeah, you guys have had enough. Now we're yeah, going to... Four straight days of wrestling. We're going to lighten, we're going to lighten the mood a little bit. Like, they should have finished with the well, Thanksgiving Day, uh, you know, I think part food of it, fight. I think part of it, though, too, is, is, is we're not that invested in what's going on with Shane McMahon. Yeah, I know. Oh, so Crispin Glover's Twitter is all just Instagram posts. Oh. Interesting. Um, so the finish of the match, though, saw uh, Sammy get tossed to the outside again. Um, Barrett Corbin... Um, uh, runs towards him to hit him. Sammy gets out of the way. Corbin hits Bobby Roode. Yeah. All hell breaks loose. Yeah. Lumberjack brawl, of yeah. course, instigated by, hey, 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 hey. Buy my shirt. You're I mean, not. This shirt. This is not an me? official Baron Corbin shirt. Doesn't have anything to do with Baron Corbin, nope. to be honest with you. Nothing. Just says, hey, 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 you're hey. not me. With a wolf or a fox or a coyote on it. No, man, it's a wolf. But I understand, but I'm saying the fact that there could be some wolf. ambiguity involved in what kind of animal it is works oh. in our favor. Oh, okay. Legally speaking. Yes. IP violations. Yeah. So there's a huge lumberjack brawl. Yeah. Um, Sami Zayn takes advantage, um, pins uh, Kofi, I think, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He rolls up Kofi. Yeah. To get the win. Um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens celebrate for a brief moment. No. And then try to uh, get out of there. Kevin Owens runs down, is confronted by Big E. Um, uh, Rusev and Amy English come, help him. He's able to escape over the barricade. Sammy tries to do the same. Uh, Xavier Woods intercepts him. Mm-hmm. He goes back in the ring. Uh, Sammy Zayn is atta- uh, attacked by the New Day. Yeah. Um, and then we go backstage, and Kevin Owens is running around, runs into Daniel Bryan. And just please don't fire us. He gets on his knees and begs. Begs. What do you think about that? Begging to keep his job. I'll see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm kind of not into that idea. But at the same time, that's kind of the nature of his character, I guess, right now. Yeah, I don't know. I I just kind of feel like if they were Owens and Zane, they would have thought about possible repercussions for what they did at Survivor Series, including being fired. And if, if, if I would think, I would hope, that if they're willing to do what they did at Survivor Series, they'd be willing to say, okay, we'll put our jobs on the line to do that because we have a point to make. 
I wonder, though, dude, like, maybe I'm just, I don't even know if this is wishful thinking or not. So, NXT, as we know, they're going to be, for at least one taping, they're ditching full sale. They're going to Atlanta. Two. Two, Two okay. Two. January. So, we're sort of speculating. I wonder if they're sort of inching more into third brand territory. I wonder if we're looking at some sort of... You mentioned earlier it's possible Drew McIntyre, that might have been part of his call-up. I wonder if maybe they're shuffling the decks right now saying, okay, who else? Who, who can we call up now instead? I wonder if we're looking at some sort of integration with NXT. Could be. Like an invasion of some sort to like help it. build up NXT to be on par with Raw SmackDown. That'd right. be cool. And it's like, okay, well, if you guys want to watch their own show, go to the network and boost the subscribers, but you get NXT in essentially its own television, you know, situation on USA by incorporating it in an invasion manner on it. What's the next, the next, well, the next paper is Clash of Champions and the Rumble. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, look, NXT has, you know, their pay-per-views are all called takeovers. Mm-hmm. It's not difficult to think, oh, maybe, maybe the next takeover, maybe we're going to see some people on Raw and SmackDown come down and fight some yeah, that'd be cool. NXT guys. That'd be cool. I mean, Imagine I, uh, the Shield versus Undisputed Era. the whole thing, like, with Daniel... great. Yeah, no, I agree. With Daniel Bryan... Okay, so you have Kevin Owens showing up on NXT with the Undisputed shirt, Undisputed Era shirt. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. I probably am, but, you know, fantasy... He's friends with Adam Cole. He's friends with all them. Yeah. Daniel Bryan isn't firing them. He's got some agenda in mind. Yeah, he and knew, maybe, about this whole NXT... And he doesn't want to comment on yeah. it. There might be something there. Yeah, we might be looking at something that might be really, really cool. Yeah, it could be. Or, you know, this is just like, you know, Reddit fan fiction. Could be. I don't know. Could be neat. Oh, no. Anyways, uh, at the end of SmackDown, Dana Bryan tells Kevin Owens that he's facing Randy Orton next week. You're right. And if first, or, or, uh, Owens is ap- apoplectic. Mm-hmm. And then Dana Bryan kind of gives him, like, that, that dad glare. Yeah. And then Kevin Owens says, no, thank you. Thank you, Daniel. I just wonder. I mean, next week we're going to see Kevin Owens versus Randy Orton. Is that just going to be like a regular match? Maybe not. Maybe we're going to get a, a, a call-up from NXT. Maybe we'll get Undisputed Era then. Maybe. Wouldn't that be something else? That'd be pretty cool. If they like, you know, we're, we're expecting Undisputed Era to be around for like a year or whatever. No, they get called up right away. They get called up right away. Bring out Donovan Dijak then. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Interesting ideas out there, though. Uh, let's answer some questions. Yeah. First up from the fat bastard, you fat bastard champ, Alex Foster. <laughs> With the bizarre motivational speech last week, what other weird ways would you open SmackDown Live? Well, it was bizarre because it felt like a friggin' HR meeting. Yeah, and it was so, weird that Shane had a mic when he was talking to the talents in a room about this size. I'd say this. Given all the nasty sexual harassment uh, stories that have been coming out, all these politicians, celebrities, whatnot... I say open up on the entire Raw lo- uh, SmackDown locker room watching an HR sexual harassment in the workplace video cassette tape. Good idea. It's good. But like something that's like from the WWE back in like the 90s. So like, you know, I don't know who would be in it. Probably Vince. Yeah, Vince. Uh, Dean Douglas. So oh, you want midnight, early mid-90s? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dean. Dean Douglas. Dean Douglas. He'll... he'll uh, like be on the chalkboard. Yeah, one, two, three, kid, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of guys who aren't in the click because I feel like they would have been like, we don't want to do that. Well, then you have to take X Pac out of it. Yeah, I know, but he was like not yet. Like when he first came in, before he was a true click. 
Hmm. Mr. Perfect. Repo Man. Repo. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. The Brooklyn Brawler. Yes. Um. What about for Christmas? They can do something for the Christmas. Oh yeah, they can do something for Christmas. Like there's a Secret Santa. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or uh, a White Elephant. White Elephant gift thing. exchange. Yeah, something like that. That's good. And that could be awkward, especially the White Elephant gift exchange. Oh yeah. That'd you be know, good. Heels and faces together. Yeah. Trying trying to, heels trying to steal the yeah. the good gifts from the the faces. Yes. Yeah. I think that'd be good. Michael Berry, Undertaker, comes back to SmackDown Live, and he says he's going to pass his powers to another SmackDown superstar. Who should he give them to? This answer right here is great from HBK, the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, give them to Luke Harper yeah, and that's uh, good answer. Rowan. I like it, the True Buds. Give them to uh, the freaking Bollywood boys, man. You know? He, what if he accidentally gives him? He, he's like in the white elephant, and his, his, the, his <laughs> the gift, gift he has is, is the powers. powers of the darkness. Exactly. And then he gives it to, like, he's like, oh, Baron Corbin, I give this to you. And, and, then, then, and, then, the, and then the Sting brothers swoop in and, right, and exactly, trade what yeah. they had. Yeah. So instead, Baron gets, I don't know, like uh, 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 a Sarah McLaughlin best of. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Jose Glorious Menavar choose a former uh, female diva. To be SmackDown GM, Trish Stratus. That's a good one. I like Trish. Or Lita. Um, Molly Holly. I like Molly Holly. Yeah. She was cool. She had personality, too. She did. Um, Dom the Man Hilberg. Dom the Man. Where do the Usos rank in terms of best tag teams in wrestling right now? Personally, I think there is no team better. Um, I'd say the Young Bucks are better. Uh, the revival, man. Come on, man. man when they were in NXT, NXT, they were fantastic. Yeah, they were. But that was a long time ago. I didn't say definitively. I just bring them up as an option. Yeah, right. Um, well, tag league or no? What is it? It says World Tag League. Is that happening right now? Yeah. Oh man, give me the Gorillas of Destiny. Yeah, they're good. Let's stick to WWE though. All right. New Day. Shield. I don't know, man. I'd rather see an Usos match. Than no, that. I know. I'm just trying to think of people that are in the same league. Other that are up there, yeah. What do we got going on in NXT? Authors of Pain, Authors Sanity, Pain, Sanity, TM61. They haven't really debuted yeah. or re-debuted since Shane Thorne's been yeah. DIY would have been up there. Oh, you know who's my my <laughs> second? I'd say the Usos are my number one. Heavy Machinery. No, man. Street Profits. Oh yeah, Street Profits. Yeah. I love the street. I love that song of theirs too. Oh, it's great. Uh, Nathan Ragland let's say that instead of taking him them on himself Shane wants to bring a tag team in to take care of Sammy and Kevin what tag team would you bring in that isn't on the main ra- roster to handle the two and HBK has the right answer right here and then little baby little baby author yeah Triple H Triple H Power Rank Five Dark Horse Future Hall of Famers on SmackDown. So people on SmackDown right now that that you, people might not think Hall of Famer. Zack Ryder. Yeah. Zack Ryder. Yeah. He's got plenty of belts. Longevity. Yeah, yeah he had that Legacy, show. Legacy, that show. Him over. Yeah. yeah, he had an internet show. Yeah, internet show. So Zack Ryder. That's a good answer. Um, Road Dog Jesse James. Yeah, he's, he's backstage head. 
guy. Hey, New Age Outlaws really should be. Oh, yeah, they should. Thing, for sure. I mean, they should be in DX. The faction should yeah, be in. Yeah, should be in, yeah. Um, this is not, I would not consider her a Dark Horse candidate, but freaking Natalia. Mm-hmm. She should be in. Yeah, she'll be in. Yeah. Um, barely, I'm just trying to think of, I mean, like, AJ's going to get in. Oh, yeah. New ballot. Day's going to get in. First ballot. Baron Corbin. Yeah, maybe. Could be. By, Could the, be. by the time his end of days in WWE are up. Hey. He'll be a headliner of the Lone Wolf I mean, that if year. this if shirt... They should induct him by himself. No one else in this class. Yeah, exactly. If this shirt Lone is any indication right here, Pro Wrestling Tees, it's been selling like hotcakes. It has. It's been doing very well. Uh, Machine Gun Kurt Schwooski Power Rank. Pop, pop, pop. This is all you, Steve. The top five excuses Steve uses for not ever having his notes up to start the show. Um, well, I feel like you would know what my excuses are. Well, usually you're doing stuff. You're setting up the stream. You make sure everything's ready to go. Surprisingly, I'm the tech guy of the two of us. I'm the guy who does all the live stream stuff and knows all that stuff. So that... Getting the thumbnail ready for the yeah. podcast. For Getting the live thumbnail ready version. for daily while I cut the episode. Right. Talking to, engaging with our patrons. Yeah. Doing that. Um, but, I mean, by and large, number one reason is because I forget about it. There you go. Blue Monkey. Asuka started a couple weeks ago after a great run on NXT. Asuka. Now NXT women are all over the place. Does that make the effort Asuka put in seem less important? No. Nah, man. Wins and losses. Three categories, Larson. How good you are, uh, your legacy, and kayfabe. Kayfabe. Yeah. Uh, so, the glorious Steve Klein. So, is Ruby Riot the page of SmackDown now? Her faction, of course, mirroring Paige's NXT team. Sex and Hardcastle here comments. Or is it one faction in both brands? Ooh. One, I mean, Ooh. this is what I'm saying, man. They have something that they could really yeah, work with cool. here. I mean, I wonder if one of the issues might be, well, we tape all this crap in advance on NXT, so they'd have to find a way to sort of, you know, I don't know, logistics. Oh, that's a good question. Sean Holver, can you explain why Carmella didn't cash in last night? Perfect opportunity. After Charlotte got beat up by uh, great opportunity, yeah, yeah. Well, I wonder if it needs to be. Here's the here's the problem. I don't remember watching Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, and Liv Ty- Liv Morgan leave. And I'm pretty sure you can only cash in when the cameras are rolling. So it's like a backstage segment going on. You can't then cash in. It has to be hey. Our cameras are no, on. You're, you're speaking kayfabe, though. They would have booked us out all the production meeting. I'm just, dude. Why? Oh, of course it's kayfabe. That's the only reason. That's the only answer that matters. Is kayfabe. Vince didn't want it to happen. That's yeah, actually well, the that's that the, if you want the real answer, because Vince didn't want it to happen for whatever weird reason in Vince's head. But what we talk about on the show is kayfabe. Oh, well, that's a good question. Foxy the Foxy Fox. Hey there, guys, out of Raw and SmackDown Live and 205 Live, because there was a, a major announcement for an NXT call. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hideo and Tommy. we're not covering 205 Live this week, so Hideo Tommy's that, that was the only news, really, to cover in 205 Live. Yeah. Uh, who got the best call-up from NXT this week after Survivor Series? Who got the best call-up? So, Raw, to recap, Raw got Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Sony Deville. SmackDown got Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan. 205 Live got Hideo Tommy. 
I'm going to say it's Ruby Riot. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Because she's leading, from what, we, from what we can tell, that more info. She's leading her own faction or sub-faction within a larger faction. Um, and she wasn't previously on the main roster like Paige was. So she has her own henchmen. Yeah. But she is leader of that faction. And also I'll say, if we're basing it just on this week, Ruby Riot made an appearance and made an impact. Today, what Tommy was just announced. Yeah, exactly. So we don't know exactly what role he's going to play on 205 Live. Right. So if he debuts in two weeks, ask this again in a month, we might have a different answer. Right, yeah. But right now, yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll agree with you, Ruby right. For sure. Because she sold being a heel fantastically. Yeah, she did. It's great. She did a great job. Fantastic. Uh, let's see here. Well, I'm going to disagree. Okay, so Razor's Bloodline of Doom. That's a grim That's quite name, a name right there. He says, two things. Number one, WWE made it painfully obvious that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are heading to Raw by having them both wear red attire. Hold on a second. They usually wear red attire. <coughs> the Bludgeon Brothers both have red attire. And AJ Styles, the most SmackDown guy there is, wears red attire all the time. That's Sami Zayn's normal attire, what he was wearing. Yeah. That's what he always wears. Owens kind of, Nakamura wears red. Attire. Owens goes back and forth between red and, and blue or, or, or black and silver. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but... His question is, how do you think they would fit on Raw? Oh, great. They'd fit great. I mean, you can sort of put, if you if you took Samoa Joe and put him on SmackDown, which is, I think, probably a good swap, Kevin Owens fits right in at that point, you know? Have him feud with Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn. You know, he's great. They're both. He great. is great. They're both great. They're both great. They're great. Have him feud with the freaking Shield. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Uh, Rollins and uh, Ambrose. Yeah. CM Punk finds it insulting. Power rank things that Randy Orton is doing with his newfound free time. Taking baths with his wife. There, where there was a tweet, a Twitter tweet that uh, she did or he did, and it's just like her foot, like he's in a bath. It's just like here, and he's got like a, some facial makeup cream <laughs> on, and he's all, and then like her foot is right here, and it was like a picture of him, and she quoted some. I forget what it was, but it was very cute. It was very cute. Hanging out, so taking a bath with his wife and getting some facial makeup cream crap, whatever that stuff is. Yeah. Cleansers. He's concerned about his skin. Yeah. You know, he's on, he's on camera. Playing uh, choo-choo trains with his kids. I don't know how old his kids are, but, you know, choo-choo trains are for everybody. Yeah. Hanging out with his dad. Oh, there you go, with Bob. Yeah, with Cowboy Bob. With Cowboy Bob. Yeah. Trading stories. Yeah. Um... Writing some of his own TV. There you go. Maybe he's like, you know what? I don't really like being this baby face, so I'm going to write 14 weeks of my own TV as a heel. Yeah. That's what I say number one uh, is pining yeah. for a heel turn. Oh, okay, there you go, yeah. He just sits in daydreams. Yeah. Man, I remember. Like, I just want to be a legend killer again. I, I want to punt people in the head again. I want to punt old men in the head again. Again. All right, you ready for, for trivia? Yeah, man, let's do trivia time. Trivia time. Absolutely. <coughs> and and uh, patrons can play chat trivia. We're going to hold off on the tournament champions until next week. Yeah. Um, but chat trivia happens in the post show. Uh, open to all patrons. Except tournament champions. Mm-hmm. It's just for the winners of yeah. the individual week. <coughs> this week, classic, modern era. What do you want to start with, Steve? Classic. Yes, that's what I was on. I'll go first. Okay. Big events is the category. What Japanese competitor 
faced Brett the Hitman Hart in the first match of the first In Your House pay-per-view event? Oh. <clears throat> What's his name? <sighs> I can see him. Was it the dude with the white pants and all the letters yeah. up him? Yeah. Yeah, I would never have known his name. It's not coming to me. It's Hakushi. Yeah. Damn it. Who successfully slammed Yokozuna on the deck of the USS Intrepid? Yes, the man, Lex Luger. Yeah. Bang. Championships. Who managed Andre the Giant when he challenged Hulk Hogan? Bobby Heenan. Very good. What Hall of Fame manager guided uh, more than a dozen tag teams to the World Tag Team Championships throughout the 1970s and 1980s? <clears throat> um, Bobby the Brain Heenan? Captain Lou Albano. Oh, okay. Didn't know he was a tag team specialist. Superstar Bio. In the summer of 1994, what Native American superstar? Oh, Tatanka. Um, what was the three-letter name of the move Jake the Snake Roberts used to finish off his opponents? D, D, T. Now we are in the modern, modern era, era, which only goes up to 2009, I think. Big uh, event. I think 2011. Mm. Who was forced to retire after losing to Undertaker at WrestleMania 26? Oh, Shawn Michaels. I think I'm cute. Legacy. I know I'm legacy. Who did Undertaker defeat in a casket match at WrestleMania 22, running his undefeated streak at WrestleMania to 14-0? A casket match? Yes. Batista? Mark Henry. Championships. What superstar among John Cena, Triple H, and Randy Orton left WrestleMania 24's triple threat match for the WWE title as champion? Cena. Orton. Damn. Uh, what French Canadian diva was a two time WWE Divas champion? Superstar Bio. During his reign as King of the Ring, who served as King Booker's Queen? Uh, Charmel. Very good. Um, which of the following names was not a member of the Spirit Squad? Mikey, Kenny, Billy, or Mitch? Billy. Yeah. Yes. Ty. What? Ty. 4-4. Four, four. Oh, you got 4-2? Yeah. Well done. All right. Ty. 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 All right. Anyways, we're some music. Out music. Maybe that'll work. Anyways, that's it for now. Thank you so much, Jim. We appreciate it. And have a good Thanksgiving. Until yes. next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that. 
and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.